following podcast has been paid for by Perch on the Top Rope. This is Impact Wrestling Moose, and you're listening to Perched on the Top Rope. Welcome, everyone, to Perched on the Top Rope. I am your host, former Dirt Sheet writer from the Sportster, the richest daily DDT, ringside news, and sports key to ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Lee Walker. And boy, oh boy, what an exciting weekend Impact Wrestling had with Bound for Glory. It was incredible, but the biggest takeaway wasn't the pay-per-view itself. It wasn't those who debuted, like Sonny Kiss and Juventud Guerrera, who, who will be working more dates for Impact Wrestling. And we had Matt Cardona reappear in Impact Wrestling. And ladies and gentlemen, speaking of Matt Cardona, you can go listen to Yoshi Tatsu talk about wanting to face Matt Cardona in a death match at youtube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. But the biggest takeaway, ladies and gentlemen, was the news that Impact Wrestling as of January 13th, 2024 will be TNA. A total non-stop action again. And let's go to Bound for Glory so you guys can hear the news. Twenty plus years ago, I came to a little company in a fairgrounds in Nashville, Tennessee called TNA Wrestling. Some of these very athletes in the ring were there, and a lot of us left. And when we came back here, when I came back here six years ago, my heart was crushed to see that the company that was built by men like Jerry Jarrett, by men like Jeff Jarrett, women like Dixie Carter, people like Kurt Angle, people like Sting. You people never let it go. No matter where we went around the world, those chants echoed. T-N-A.
awesome is that? TNA total nonstop action coming back. And if you didn't get pumped, listen to Scott Demore right there at Bound for Glory. I don't know what's going to get you pumped up for this because it was awesome. Now, Scott Demore did do a press pass today, and he did bring up uh, quite a bit. There will be new championship belts that we will see January 13th, and there's a lot more. President of Impact Wrestling, Scott Demore, discussed the company's decision to bring back TNA Wrestling in 2024. He had answered questions about potentially bringing back the six-sided ring and noted that they would be keeping some aspects of TNA, like show names from the past. Demore then brought up fans' request for a new set. As much as we're going to look at moving forward and we want to look at how we do tackle things differently and doing things in a new way. Part of any great company is looking back at your history and celebrating your successes. We're going we're going to sprinkle a lot of that in. I know the fans have been waiting for a new set and have been patiently for some time. Some have been a little less patiently. It all comes to a point of passion. We're hard at work designing a new look and a new feel for TNA to both honor some of our history, but also be forward-thinking and forward-moving. Now, also during this interview, Scott Demore discussed re-signing PCO. And I believe PCO is like the first that will be under the TNA Impact name that's been resigned, which is which is interesting. And, and Scott Demore talked about this on the press pass about PCO resigning. And here's what he had to say: Wrestling, like all sports, has an even a flow to it. I know some reports got out there about PCO. I mean, the fact was, we tried to handle it in the way we handle anything. Something circulating circulating on the internet, went to PCO, had a frank and honest conversation with him. Perfect creation, one said, it's PCO. I don't want to go anywhere. This is where I want to be. So we sat there. I think took us all of five minutes to walk out of there that very night with a handshake and kind of say, hey, this is what we're working towards. Then getting it done. Getting it done at Bound for Glory weekend, which is such an important and pivotal time for our company. Now, Scott Demore had said PCO is a shining example of a hard-to-kill attitude. I think it's great because PCO, when I think of TNA wrestling, I think AJ Styles, I think Samoa Joe. But I think partially because they were so different than what the norm was then. When you start thinking about differentiating yourself from the norm, it doesn't get much different than PCO. Here we are. He is the first of many wrestlers that I'm sure will be signing TNA contracts in the year to come. But I think of what a story and what a statement after a career that PCO has had and the reinvention of himself and what he's done here on top of that these last couple years with Impact, I think PCO is a perfect and shining example 
of a never-quit attitude, a hard-to-kill attitude, and we're excited to have PCO with us for a long time. Now, Scott Demore brought up things like the six-sided ring. I can personally confirm with you that the six-sided ring will not be back in TNA, and they will be sticking with the standard four-sided ring. The reason is, is if you look back in past interviews from Impact or TNA talents, they will tell you the six-sided ring was terrible. It was painful. It hurt more than a regular ring, and I think that not bringing it back is a good idea. But while we're sticking on the theme of TNA slash Impact Wrestling... We found out why Eric Young chose not to go to AEW, but chose to go back to Impact Wrestling. These are the comments he said on Halls of Wrestling. I talked with some friends there and people that I trust, and AEW President Tony Khan had kind of mentioned that he was interested, but it was just never materialized. So nothing was ever put on paper or anything else. So as far as AEW was concerned, Eric Young expressed that he felt he might get lost in the transition. The truth is, I'm just going to get lost in the ether and in the mix of 60 other people there, right? The truth is, I don't have confidence. Me and Tony aren't close in any way, shape, or form. Young continued, I have nothing against Tony Khan. From everything I know, he's a nice man. I met him a couple times in passing. He treats the wrestlers with respect. He pays them very well and is a very respectful man and kind man. It's nothing against the product or nothing against him. It's just not my place. Impact Wrestling is my home, and that's where I wanted to be, so that's where I am. Now, Eric Young made his return to Impact this past summer at Slammiversary. Which is great, and he was in the ring with Scott Demore when Scott Demore was talking about Impact transitioning back to total nonstop action. Now, as you have heard, we've had Impact talents on this show before, such as Moose, such as Eric Young, Josh Alexander, and other great talents. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the privilege. Of getting to listen to me work with Gal Kim, Alex Shelley, and recently Will Ospreay. The following announcement has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Hello, everyone, Facebook fans. Press Pass uh, is back again. I haven't done this for a while, and I'm doing this for a very special reason. Everyone, we are coming back to the UK. Impact Wrestling is returning to the UK for the first time since 2008. We are hitting Glasgow. We're hitting Newcastle for the first time. And we are coming back to Coventry where it all started. And so I am here, myself, Gail Kim, Impact Hall of Famer, to field some questions. And of course, our special guest, our former X Division champion, former three-time tag team world champion and our current impact world champion, please welcome Alex Shelley. 
Hey, hey Alan. Hi. Us today. You're doing a great job hosting. <laughs> great intro for our world champion. Um, you know, Alex and I go way back. We're both part of the first UK tour, which is very special to us. Our UK fans are, I mean, for me, the most special, loyal, been there from the very beginning. It's always a really special time for us to come back and um it's been almost eight years, you guys. So we're super excited. Um, I feel like we're going to open up the questions. We can talk Bound for Glory, which is right around the same time as well. So please, all the press pass uh, folks, please understand that we have a lot of questions and a lot of media outlets. So please just raise your hand. One question for now. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Uh, maybe a little follow-up question if we have time and we can go ahead and start. Next up, we have Lee from Perched on the Top Rope. Hi, Lee. Hey, how are you? How are you guys doing today? Great. How are you? Doing, doing great. Uh, Alex, earlier brought up kind of being like a rookie to uh, the UK still. I looked up your winning percentage, actually 70% uh, under impact. And you have the opportunity to make that 77% uh, with this coming UK tour. But my question is actually going to be aimed to the both of you. Uh, in regarding both of your careers, if you could go back now to your impact debuts, what would you tell yourselves and why? Oh, man. So my debut was against Hector Garza, Elix Skipper, and Chris Saban. And my partners were Roderick Strong and Michael Shane. I think if I had to tell myself anything back then, it was take it easy on Saban because you're going to end up working a lot with this guy going forward. <laughs> <laughs> for myself uh, I don't know I wouldn't really I don't believe in changing anything or I guess I would tell myself maybe to be a little bit more patient I wasn't impatient though when I debuted but over time because they said they were going to start a women's division it took a little bit longer than I thought but um, if I had known that then I would have told, told myself just be a little bit more patient and look what it's become today so yeah Awesome. Thank you very much. And uh, thanks for the opportunity, guys. Thank you so much. Hey, everyone. Thanks for watching that video. If you liked what you saw, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you hit subscribe so you can get all our content here at Perched on the Top Row. And fans, remember, spoiler freeze the way to be. I'm out. Following announcement 
has been paid for by Perched on the Top Rope. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Impact Wrestling's Press Pass ahead of our 19th annual Bound for Glory pay-per-view live sold out this Saturday night in Chicago at Cicero Stadium. The only way to see it now is on pay-per-view, Fight TV, and on Impact's YouTube channel. This is a huge weekend for all of us, and as a result, this is the largest edition of Press Pass we have ever done because of our guest. On Saturday at Bound for Glory, he will be facing Speedball Mike Bailey, presented by the new movie Impuritus, The Devil Will Confess, streaming now on demand. On Sunday at Bound for Glory Fallout, he will be competing in a, against Josh Alexander in a first-time ever singles matchup. And if Josh Alexander wins the Impact World Championship the night prior at Bound for Glory, it will be for the Impact World title. And then fast forward to October 27th as a part of Impact's UK Invasion Tour, he will have another first-time ever matchup going full circle with Eddie Edwards, those two will go one-on-one -on -one once upon a time. Will Ospreay battled the Wolves in tag team action in an Impact Wrestling ring back in 2016. But with further ado, please welcome my guest at this time, the aerial assassin, the Billy Goat, Will Ospreay. Oi, oi, what are you saying, bruv? You all right? I'm wonderful, bruv. Nice to see you. <laughs> uh, just a reminder to all the members of the press, Please limit your questions to one apiece. As I mentioned, this is a very, very full session, both fans and members of the media from literally all over the world. Uh, you can raise your hands electronically for any questions that you may have, and we'll get to you as soon as we can. But, Will, before we get to a member of the press, how are you feeling? This is a, a big weekend, big week all together for you, but you're no stranger to that. Uh, I'm always a no stranger to it. I've, uh, I've had four days out in Greece with the missus, had a wonderful time, got a wonderful spray tan on as well. Uh, we did get an all right tan, but not good enough. But I've got my spray tan on. I'm feeling loose. I'm feeling like my hips are all working. So I'm looking forward to getting in the room with Bailey, Eamon Sander, and Eddie. Yeah, you got a you got a nice, uh, I wouldn't call it a warm-up, but you got your opportunity last weekend against Zack Sabre Jr. That was a hell of a matchup as part of uh, New Japan's Royal Quest 3. Uh, but let's get to the media. It's your world. We're just living it. <laughs> so next is uh, Lee from Perched on the Top Rope. Lee? How you guys doing today? Great. Oh, look at the setup you've got. Got the turnbuckle. <laughs> Thank you. Pad. Thank, you. Nice. Thank you. Um, so I've actually looked up. You are three and one versus Mike Bailey, who you face October 21st, and you've faced Eddie Edwards, but not one-on-one. -on -one, and you've never faced Josh Alexander. You earlier brought up how you want to be the best in the world and that you really want to be a world champion and that it, it doesn't really matter anywhere. Uh, throughout your career, at the stage you're at right now, if you could go back to your professional wrestling debut, what advice would you tell yourself knowing how far you've come today? Uh, get off social media. I mean, it's not, it's not healthy for you at all. You don't need it. Just Rely on, the, rely on the clips and the wrestling uh, to, to get you there. But no, just not to take things too seriously. I think I think back then I was a very immature child. Like I, I keep saying it now, I think I've only matured in the last three years and it took a global pandemic to do it. So, do you know? <laughs> um, my whole thing now is just like, I'm just grateful for this journey. And I think everyone, when they start, gets super worried about uh everything now because everything's on the internet you can't 
when when I started wrestling, like it wasn't on the internet straight away. Like, do you know what I mean? We, we'd have to like download our matches from our phone and then it would take like a week to upload to YouTube. But now it's almost instantly, everything that you do, you could ruin any type of uh, match that you ever had and it's automatically downgraded. So like I do, uh, I do try and tell people just like to not uh, live that hard through something. Uh, be allowed to fail. Be allowed to fall down because like the, the beauty of falling down is you get to marvel at where you was and how far you can come from there. Love that. Hey everyone, thanks for watching that video. If you liked what you saw, make sure you hit the like button and make sure you hit subscribe so you can get all our content here at Perched on the Top Row. And fans, remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out. It was incredible to be able to speak with Gal Kim, Alex Shelley, and Will Ospreay. But I'm not done, ladies and gentlemen. I still got to talk about WWE. And the one thing I'm going to talk about when it comes to WWE is since the merger with UFC from Endeavor, now merging as a company known as TKO, WWE contracts have been handled a little differently. And what do I mean by that? It's already well known that some contracts like Drew McIntyre and Becky Lynch are coming up in 2024. And apparently there's more stars that they're coming up. It's been discovered that WWE officials have not reached out to any talent in regarding contract statuses. That's kind of big. Usually in the past, if WWE knew your contract was coming up, man, they were on you like white on rice. They were like you, they were on you like flies on shit. They were all over you trying to get you to sign because of competition. Competition. Now it seems like it's more relaxed which doesn't seem like a good idea in my eyes. You know, if you want the Drew McIntyres, you want the Becky Lynches, now there's no guarantee that they can stay. There's another company that can be out there and that can afford them. That's AEW. Now I say AEW because Impact doesn't have, I think, the financial situation to be able to pull the trigger on some of those names. But they made a move at CM Punk. They hired Ace Steel as a producer, and they offered CM Punk a contract, which is awesome. I, I mean, he's he's worked there in the past. I think it's great. I, I, it would be a huge deal for Impact slash TNA. But time will tell, because they were in Chicago and he was backstage, and it was reported he was very helpful with other talents. But time will tell because Survivor Series is also in Chicago, ladies and gentlemen. And I know that WWE and the dirt sheets have put out there that they don't have interest and turned him down. We heard the interview with Nick Khan where he basically said CM Punk was a great part of WWE's history and we wish him nothing but the best. If I had to 
play this out right, ladies and gentlemen. There's a good chance that WWE is downplaying this and that D CM Punk is going to be back. But time will tell. As far as those contract statuses, WWE, you might want to get a move on that because... <laughs> boy, oh boy, did Impact make a statement this weekend. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another episode of Perched on the Top Rope. You can find us anywhere and everywhere podcasts are found from Apple, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbean, Podbay, Red Circle, you name it, we're there. It's Perched on the Top Rope. Awesome interviews, awesome insight, awesome guests. And if you don't want to listen to it on podcast, you can go to youtube.com at Perched on the Top Rope, and you can watch those interviews, such interviews such as AEW's Lance Archer. What you just heard from Will Ospreay, Gal Kim, and Alex Shelley. There's tons and tons of more interviews from talent such as Impact Wrestling, WWE, MLW, and NWA. It's YouTube.com at Perched on the Top Rope. You can also find us on TikTok. It's TikTok.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. And what's going on over there? Well, we have great Selena scenes. That's right, I call them Selena scenes because that's what they used to be called on Facebook. It's the greatest moments in professional wrestling history using Celine Dion's My Heart Will Go On because that song makes everything better. And if that doesn't tickle your fancy, ladies and gentlemen, then you can watch the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, get humped by a dog. That's right, you heard me correctly. The Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, getting humped by a dog. It's TikTok.com slash Perched on the Top Rope. You can also find us at Twitch.tv slash Perched on the Top Rope, where I am currently ranked in the top 100 for AEW Stadium Stampede. You can catch me on Twitch playing that, and you can catch me on Twitch playing WWE 2K23, because I love a good Royal Rumble, I love War Games, I love Elimination Chamber. So make sure you go check that out. You can also find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash perched on the top rope with 11,000 plus likes and followers. You can find us at Twitter or X, whatever it's called nowadays, perched top rope because perched on the top rope was too long. Now you can also find us on Instagram and threads. It's perched on the top rope podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, always remember, spoiler freeze, the way to be. I'm out. Mm -hmm.